everyone, welcome to another episode of Glowing Week Point. This is the weird one because usually we do it where like the the series episode is the week we're off because we don't talk about like the games we've played and stuff. And but we're doing it backwards this time because um, I didn't have time to do Halloween stuff on time. I mean, I could always just uh, reverse the order these episodes come out. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Another I mean, one, this is week 36. <laughs> 36. It comes out after the series Halloween. Um, if that's what John so wants, that won't be what John gets, maybe. <laughs> what has been the glowing point of your future week? <laughs> My future week? Um, well, let's see. I'll probably have bought curtains for my room. And... Ooh. What was the other thing? Oh, I'm going to be hanging some posters up in my room, finally. Nice. Yeah. It's going to be pretty good, and I'll have mounted my TV on a wall. You know, once my room is set up how I want it to be, I might put some uh, pictures of it on Instagram. Huh. Put it on the gram. Did it all for the gram. That'll be good to look at. Yeah. What about you, John? Anyways, What's your glowing weak point of the future? I'm making three predictions. Prediction number one is that I'm going to be super happy that uh, Hector's cone is off, so I don't have to deal with that anymore. Yeah. Prediction number two is I'm going to be really happy that we're taking a break off of glowing weak point. <laughs> and prediction number three three is I'm actually having um, my brother over for dinner this week. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, we we used to go to a local uh, bar. It's uh, Taco Mac. Uh, they used to have terrible tacos, but now they have good tacos. They they got the name from... They, they had a choice of either updating the um, kitchen in the restaurant that they bought or updating the sign. And so they just decided to keep the sign and, and update the kitchens. So they they were called Taco Mac. That's a good idea. Um, yeah. Uh, but it's it's kind of a chain now. There's like six or seven of them. They're in a couple different cities. Um, but they, they do a, a thing where if you sign up with an account for them, they keep track of how many unique beers you've had with them. And after a certain... You get credits for each unique beer, and after a certain number of credits, you become like a a bachelor of of the Brew University, and uh, I think I'm a a bachelor, and I think my my wife's also a bachelor, and my brother is a like four times dean. <laughs> okay, he's had like. 3,000 unique credits or something. <laughs> um, and one, we just can't afford to do that. And two, we don't have the time to do that. Right. Um, uh, so, but we used to, we used to go there with him and, um, you know, then the pandemic happened and we got poor and other stuff happened. We didn't do that. So we're, we're going to kind of remake that in our house. <laughs> So we always would get um, 
if you got a survey, you could fill out the survey and then you get free queso. Well, obviously, my brother and I, who are both allergic to milk, don't like queso because it would kill us. Right. Um, but we'd still get it and ask them to just leave the queso behind because it came with free chips and salsa. Um, you had to pay for chips and salsa otherwise. So we just we got queso <laughs> so that we could have chips and salsa. Um, yeah, that's a thing that some of these places do. Like, there's a Rosa's Taco Factory near where I live, and I go there to get queso sometimes. And they'll just give yeah. you the salsa, even though, like, there's another menu item that is chips and salsa. But yeah. if you order chips well, and queso, it, you also get salsa. Yeah, that's because uh, chips and salsa doesn't cost them anything. And so they might as well just give it to you when they give you the queso. But they have the opportunity to sell it, so they will. Um, it's shady as fuck is what it is. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, um, I have recently started making my own queso using a uh, uh, dairy-free milk and uh, vegan cheeses that actually melt, and it's delicious. It's so um, wild to me that you take the time to make like your own quesos and cheese and stuff sometimes. <laughs> like, well, I mean, that's the thing is that I like cheese. My wife doesn't actually, but uh, I I like cheese. I just can't eat it because it'll kill me. Right. So now that the ability exists for me to make cheese or buy cheeses that I can have, I I do so because I, I enjoy it. Although every now and then no. you do risk life in order to eat cheese. <laughs> I remember distinctly yeah. you told me that for the first time ever you ate like real nachos. And I was like, why? <laughs> well, no, I, 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 I made the cheese for that too. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. I, I must have it's forgot just not, about that. It's, it's not nachos without cheese. Like you can, you can put whatever you want on there but it has to have cheese to be nachos right um but you know fake cheese is still cheese so um in the past they haven't had cheeses that worked uh up until recently they just would burn instead of melt <laughs> yeah so yeah i'm making i'm making some nachos and chips and salsa and doing some wings because it's a big wing place, and gonna gonna go to a uh, a local um, beer store and and get get like a growler of beer and a bunch of different. What is know, a growler beers. of beer? Um, there's there's either half growlers which are 32 ounces or regular growlers which are 64 ounces, and you just go and they they hook it up to the tap and they just fill it up with beer. So you have like. 64 ounces of a beer. Jesus, that's a lot of beer. It is. Well, I mean, you, you pour it out into other things. It's it's like basically taking home a mini, mini, mini keg. Right. <laughs> but it's reusable, and you, you, you buy it. It's a, it's a glass jug. I'm like, that's two medium Wendy's sodas worth of beer. Sort of what you... Do you see cold brew ever? Uh, Cold brew, like the coffee stuff? Yeah. I see it in the warehouse pretty often. Yeah, like the, the glass jug of, of cold brew. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically a half growler. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. So. 
So, John, yeah. I have a question real quick. Okay, yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm trying this uh, this new voice on because I was made self-conscious about my voice by my girlfriend. Oh, yeah, because you're a whiny nerd? Yeah, because I have a little whiny nerd voice. Um, what do you yeah. think of it? How, how is it sounding? I can't really speak to that until I hear it in the final cut. Um because I know things do change, and I'm hearing your ver- voice over Discord. Right. Uh, so, um, honestly, it sounds kind of the same to me. Huh. But uh, I don't that that again could change very much in the uh, the final cut. Yeah, because I'm trying to speak from like further back in my throat. You know. That's yeah. yeah. That's usually a good good place to speak from yeah usually i speak more you, from the front and that that leads to like my normal voice but right now i'm trying to i'm reaching further back in there to pull out like a deeper voice i'm yeah. hoping you're, you're i think you're you're at least somewhat succeeding okay but i again i won't know until i i hear the final cut all right. I'll let you know uh, next week when any of these episodes come out. Yeah. All right, John. Let's uh, let's hop into it. Uh, okay. T- tell me tell me about a uh, Harvest Moon for the Game Boy. This is a, this is a game we've both played before, I guess. Nope. <laughs> well, I mean, you played it this week, and I have played it before. Is what I mean. No. Here's 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 the thing about this. I played it this week. Okay. As in, the week that we are currently recording this. As in, in the future, I will have played this game. Oh, I see. Okay, so do you want me to tell you what's in store for you? Uh, well, here, here's what I think I'm going to think about this game. Okay. Uh... I, I'm gonna think that it's a a pretty good uh, Harvest Moon game. Um, they are very similar. Uh, they're all very similar. Um, and uh, the the graphics are uh, okay for it being a, a a black and white game or green and yellow or whatever Game Boy you got. Um, and and it was it was pretty good. All right. So what I'm going to let you know is that Harvest Moon yeah. Game Boy is stripped down Harvest Moon. Um, it, oh, okay. It is only going to be the farming sim elements of Harvest Moon. Everything else has okay. been taken out. Yeah. So so there's no dating or anything? No, there's no you dating. Get there are no bachelors, bachelorettes, there's nobody. Um, there's, like, okay. your farm. I think there's a little town that you can, like, buy stuff in, and that's about it. Okay. Yep. So, uh... Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it as a child. Um, it, it's pretty fun for just, like, you know, play it a, l- a little bit, sell some food and stuff. But if you're looking for, like, a full Harvest Moon experience, this isn't where you go. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a huge Harvest Moon fan to begin with, but... I didn't think you were. So, for another game that we both definitely have played, um, uh, A Short Hike. 
Yeah, so I played this uh, last night when I realized that my list of games I played this week were too long. As in two games long. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well... I'm... As in not long enough. Yeah. Too long, as in not long enough. Yeah. And I was like, well, I've got some of these games from Itch on here. And I've heard of a short hike before, so let's 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 throw that on and see what that's about. Uh, I will play this game again. Oh, yeah, it's a fantastic little game. Yeah, like, I didn't even find the fishing rod, but I want to try fishing in the game. I have no idea where the fishing rod is. <laughs> None. But I want to fish. I, I did... Yeah, it's... I, I did finish the game last night. Um, I reached the top of the mountain. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I had a blast. Um, you, you know, for for people listening, you play as a little bird. Um, you are told to climb to the top of a mountain, and then you can explore the mountain how you will. There's a whole bunch of yeah. different little things you can do. Like, I found a, a little corner of the island where a couple of kids were playing beach stick ball. And I, I played beach stick ball with, with one of the kids, which is where you just take a, a beach ball and a stick and you bounce it between each other. And that was fun. Yep. It's fun for the, mm-hmm. the five minutes tops it takes to play that. And then you move on. Yeah, just just every little bit of the game is enjoyable. Yeah, and there was an there was an artist who would move around the mountain every time I talked to her, uh, and, and like she goes through a little a little arc where where she realizes mm-hmm. like uh, oh like I'm trying to find like the the perfect scenery to paint for this art show I've been invited to, and by the end she realizes like. Well, I've been invited for my art, so I'll just do whatever I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a, it, it's feel good. And then you reach the top of the mountain, and you you have a nice conversation with somebody, and then you fly down to the bottom of the mountain, and you go take a nap. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's, a it's just a good it's game. A fun little game. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I will play it again. Like like I said. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to spend a little bit more time like really really exploring because I couldn't do too much starting it up at like eleven o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh tell me about Game Boy Wars. Oh, okay. Have you played Advance Wars? Uh I know of Advance Wars. Okay. Um, well, Game Boy Wars is the Game Boy version of Advance Wars. Ah. People, people didn't realize, uh, I mean, it took me a while to realize that the Advance Wars series is not the Advance Wars series. It's no. It's the Wars series. Yeah. It's been around it for... It started with, like, NES. Famicom Wars. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it came out in... Just about every single console since. There's Famicom Wars, Game Boy Wars, Super Famicom Wars, Advance Wars. And and then, like, Advance Wars was so big that they just kind of stuck with that title. But even still, like, Advance Wars Dual Strike for the Nintendo 
DS. Yes. Oh. Dual Strike. They're getting clever with it. And then um, the Game Bo- GameCube and Wii it just switched to Battalion Wars, and then yeah, and then they kind of went back to to Advance Wars. Yeah, and they're doing it. They're making um, remakes of Advance Wars right now. Yep. Yep. Uh, for spring 2022. Yeah. Advance Wars One Plus Two Reboot Camp, I might which I kind of love the name for. So, wh- how yeah. did how did Game Boy Wars do? Is there a reason why it's not as fondly remembered as Advance Wars? Well, because most things for the Game Boy sucked. Yeah, they did. Yes, <laughs> it's just it's the the honest but sad truth that. Most things for the Game Boy were garbage. Listen, the Game Boy um, was revolutionary because you could take a oh, game yeah. along in your pocket. That didn't mean any of the games were good. It just yeah, meant like, that while you were at a I'd doctor's like, office, you could sit in the waiting room and do something. Like, four or five only of the the Game Boy games were good. Yeah. So, like, uh, Tetris is good just because it's it's a classic. I mean, it, Tetris has always been good. Super Mario Land's good. Um, Pokemon. I I know your opinion. I know your opinion yeah. of Pokemon, but it is good. Wario Blast is good. The the all all the Super Mario Land games are good. Um, Link's Awakening is good. Um, but yeah, and the list might end there. It pretty much does. <laughs> um, I mean, Game Boy Color had a whole lot more good games, but part of that was just because they had been doing it for a little bit, and they had the 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 practice and a little bit more processing power. People were used to and, the technology at that point, and it wasn't so different from Game Boy that you had to relearn anything. Yeah, and not to discount this, but... Uh, it had color. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a big deal. It helps. Yeah. So I think I think uh Game Boy Wars was kind of okay, not great, um like most of the old Wars games. Uh but kind of weird because it's um it's not a standard grid. It's a um Basically a, a, a hex square grid, so offset squares. Right. Um, and I don't. I'm never a huge fan of offset squares. It sounds weird. Diagonals. Yeah. Yeah. Stick to squares. Yeah. Fire Emblem right. did get it. Did get it right. Yeah. Yeah. It did. Much as I hate to say that. Yeah. We were talking about Pokemon though, so tell me about Crystal. Um. Uh, Pokemon Crystal is the first Pokemon game that I ever really got my hands on. Okay. Um, it was at a it was in a schoolyard during like one of those summer things schools will do, where your your parents can ship you off to the school during the summer and let you just chill out there. Ah, uh, see, I I grew up um, much more Christian, so I got shipped off to uh, Christian. Things. Uh yeah, no. Uh, thankfully, I didn't get shipped off to that. But uh, during these like school summer camps, the things that were big were Game Boys 
and Yu-Gi-Oh! And <laughs> boy, did I love both of those things. Um, and, and like, I had a friend at one of these who had a copy of Pokemon Crystal, and as long as I didn't do anything to any of their Pokemon, I could, like, play around with, with it. Um, so Crystal, Crystal and her Golduck holds, like, a special place in my heart. Um, but I picked up Pokemon Crystal just kind of out of boredom. Just like, ah, oh, I haven't played this in a little while. Let's, let's see if it's as good as I remember it to be. It's not. Um, I didn't think it would be. No, uh, like, Gen 2 is a huge step up from Gen 1, which is a Pokemon generation I will never willingly play. Uh... Uh, I, and really, Chris, Gen One is actual garbage. Yeah, I hate it. it. It's 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 buggy as fuck, and nothing is good about it. Pokemon Crystal and Gen Two as a whole are better, but Pokemon Crystal is the earliest. Really, I'll go because it has it, it's the first one to introduce the uh, selection of gender. You can choose whether you are a ah. boy or you are a girl. Um, and I always... Such a small change, but an important one. Yes, and I always play Pokemon as a girl, so that's important to me. Um, I picked up a Cyndaquil. Listen, Cyndaquil is weird. Cyndaquil is the fire-type starter in in Gen 2. It does not learn the move Ember, the most basic fire-type move, until level 12. And it it evolves at level 14. So you get two levels of having any fire-type moves before you're a different Pokemon. Insane. Who who did that? Why did they do that? Who knows? Um, My other Pokemon are a Sandshrew, who's probably going to be replaced because Sandshrew are literally worthless. And a Bellsprout, who will also probably be replaced, because in Gen 2, they decided to not give you any fucking stones to evolve Pokemon ever. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, Bells- Weepin' Bell, Bellsprout's evolution, evolves into Victory Bell with a Leaf Stone. The only ways to get a Leaf Stone in um, Gen 2 are either... To have a picnicker on a certain route call you and inform you they have an item for you, which is completely random. Or yep. you have to have beaten the Elite Four and be in Kanto and show Bill's grandfather uh, an Oddish and he will give you a Leaf Stone. Those are the wow. only those are the only ways to get Leaf Stones in Gen 2. So Bellsprout wow. might go away. Yeah, the it's it's rough. It's rough here, you know? But... Yeah. Quilava's doing me well. I'll probably just keep rolling with Quilava. We'll see how it goes. I'm having fun, but it's it's definitely, like, very bare bones when you've spent most of your life playing Gen 3 and above Pokemon games. Yeah. You know, Gen 2 doesn't even have natures yet or abilities, so... But it does have it. It does have Furret. Furret's worthless. Great. But Furret can walk. Anyway, tell me about uh, Final Fantasy Adventure, the first game in the Mana series. 
Ah, yes. It's Final Fantasy, except The Legend of Zelda. Yeah. The, the Mana series is one of those weird ones where Square Enix has been constantly evolving what it looks like ever since, like, it started. Because mm-hmm. even by the time you get to Secret of, Secret of Mana... It's a it's a completely different experience from Final Fantasy Adventure. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and, and then like you, I do like Secret of Mana. Yeah, it's a good game. How did you feel about it's a, a good game Final Fantasy Adventure? Uh, like I said, it's Zelda except Final Fantasy. Yeah. So it's just, it's and like the simplifications of both. Yeah, it's it's okay. So, it's okay, but it's not, you know, it's not one of the best games on the the system. No, of course not. So, do you want to talk? All about... All right. So, oh, you've got one more. So, go ahead and tell me about unpacking. Okay. So, unpacking is a game that is way too expensive. Um, unpacking is twenty dollars, and you get about four hours of game out of it. And the game is wow. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's Tetris. You know, like you're unpacking boxes and you're finding ways to fit it around rooms, and like also you have to uh, you have to make sure things are going in the right place before you move on to the the next stage, which is just like your your character is moving again. Um, it is interesting because it tells a story as, like, it tells a story without any words or characters in it. Um, each move is like you're moving the same person from house to house to house. So, like, the first stage is their childhood room, and then the, the second stage is when they're about to go off to university, um... The third stage is that they're living with a bunch of roommates. The fourth stage is they're moving in with a dude who has way too much stuff and you can barely fit your stuff in there. Also, I got really <laughs> mad because um, starting with the the uh, the roommate one, you have a an item that is your your graduate your, your diploma. It's your framed diploma, right? Yeah. And when you're living with the roommates, there's wall space to hang your diploma. When you move in with the boyfriend, there is no wall space wall space to hang the diploma. That's frustrating. Um he had a whole bunch of like band posters and stuff on the wall and I was like, "Well, maybe I can move one of those and hang hang her diploma." They are stuck there. You are not allowed to move them. Do you know where the diploma goes, John? Uh, in like dumpster. <laughs> it goes under the bed. Wow. This woman graduated from college and has to put her diploma under a bed because her boyfriend wants to have fucking movie posters up or some shit. Fuck that dude. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next stage is you're moving back into your childhood room, so, uh, fuck that dude. Basically, yeah. Yeah, and and that's about as far as I got, because at that point, um, Cadence had been playing the game as well, and 
it was discovered that the game had deleted her save file. Oh. Yes, it was it was very upsetting for her and I'm I'm pretty yeah. much done with the game after that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it's it's okay. It's it's get it on sale if you're going to get it. It's not worth 20 fucking dollars. No, that's that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Unless they're going to do like a whole bunch of free updates in the future with like different stories or something. It's not worth it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess the last thing to talk about is Destiny. How have you been doing there? Which has been pretty, pretty, pretty simple. Just uh, hitting up some grandmasters. Uh, not even been raiding much recently. Partly because I work all the time, so I'm never available for raiding, which is sad. Yeah. I can't do the things I want to. I mean, like uh, that's the reason why I don't. You know, I tried playing RuneScape again a while ago. That didn't work out because I don't have time. I yeah. I just can't get back into Final Fantasy fourteen because there's no time. You know, yeah. when you're working a full-time job, there's just no time for an MMO. Unless it's going to nope. be the only thing you play ever. Which it kind of is. So... <laughs> uh. <laughs> But you still at least try to play other things like Final Fantasy Adventure or whatever. And, yeah. And if you're trying to do that, you can't play an MMO regularly with a full-time job. Yeah. 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 Oh, well. Oh, well. Game Facts! Game fast. This week we're talking about, as previously stated, The Evil Within. Yep. The Evil Within is a third-person survival horror game developed by Tango Gameworks and published by Bethesda for all the major consoles. Sorry, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo's not a major console. Like, it is, but it isn't. I don't think they were when The Evil Within came out. No. That was like Wii U era. Yeah, and that is no, that's not a major console. Sorry, Nintendo. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 2014. Let's see, when was the Wii U released? Listen, it really, it really sucks that um, there, there are games that are just lost to time because they're on the Wii U. 2012. Yeah, it was Wii U era. Um, like. The the HD remaster of Legend of Zelda Wind Waker is on Wii U and only Wii U. And it's, yeah, that can be lost to time. It's the superior version of Wind Waker, though, because it cuts out... Yeah, a, but it can still be lost to time. It cuts out a lot of the ocean travel, uh, uh, making the game a little bit less le like boring in between islands. Uh, also, fuck you, Wind Waker is an amazing game. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles no. X is on the Wii U, and it's just it's it's stuck there. I doubt they're ever going to port it onto Switch or something. If they haven't by Probably this not. point, like they're not going to do it. It's just really sad. Yeah, the director for The Evil Within, Shinji Mikami, started at Capcom directing Resident Evil, Dino Crisis, and God Hand. 
some of Capcom's best games before starting his own studio, Tango Gameworks, now acquired by ZeniMax Media. Sad face. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan of ZeniMax. Uh, what did they do? <sighs> what haven't they done? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a Konami or Ubisoft situation? Like, what's the problem here? They're they're just a holding company. Oh. It's just one of those companies yeah. that, like, or organizes a whole bunch of different companies in different ways and does bullshit with them. Yeah, basically tells them no yeah. is what happens. Is they're like, no, you can't do anything interesting, and no, you can't treat your people right. ZeniMax basically doesn't exist anymore, though, because uh, it was acquired by Microsoft last or earlier this year. So, so it's just a part of Xbox Game Studios. All right. Well, maybe they can do something worthwhile there. I don't think Microsoft I mean, is as bad as that, although... Not no. much praise I mean, for Microsoft there. Basically, Microsoft bought ZeniMax so that it would own Bethesda and ID and Tango Gameworks. And... Right. Yeah. One of Shinji's better games was... Bef- some of... Okay. Some of Shinji's better games were before Resident Evil, including Who Framed no. Roger yeah, Rabbit, thank you. Thank you. Al- Aladdin, SNES, and his best game, Goof Troop. Goof Troop is legit Troop. a beautiful, amazing game. It is. I'm so glad you know about Goof Troop. Yeah, Goof Troop is amazing. Uh, it's fantastic. For co-op on the fucking, what, what was it, SNES? Oh, yes. Yeah, it's really good Loved co-op. Loved co-op. Yeah. <laughs> That's my childhood right there. I didn't know Played he made Goof that. Played Goof Troop with my family. Yeah. Also, do you know which um which which Resident Evils he worked on? Uh, one and four. One and four. Okay. I mean, th- yep. those are those are the ones to work on if you're gonna work on them. Yeah. <laughs> if you push yourself Goof through Troop's the misery, <laughs> if you push yourself <laughs> through the misery that is nightmare difficulty, you can get brass. Knuckles, which makes the game much easier, as you can now kill most enemies with a single blow. That makes it easier to play on Nightmare, which you never again have a reason to do. I do want people to know that the reason why I stuttered there was not because I have difficulty reading these sentences. It's because Archimedes left a whole bunch of typos in these uh, facts. Damn Archimedes. Damn Archimedes. I need to do something about that fucking owl. Speaking of weapons, one of the more iconic weapons from the series is the Agony Crossbow, or its later incarnation, the Warden Crossbow, which is dumb looking and vertical and wouldn't be an actually good weapon. Listen, I have to look up what the vertical crossbow looks like. What the what the fuck It looks like shit. Images, come on. What, what the? Okay, that's the agony crossbow. That looks weird, on, but fine. on the wiki it doesn't show it. Yeah, I don't see what the uh, the vertical crossbow looks like. So look up warden crossbow and just go to images. So there's like some that show it horizontal and some that show it vertical. Oh shit! 
That's stupid looking. What the fuck? <laughs> Thank you. Yes. It is. Yeah, that's correct. That's terrible. Why would you do that? Yeah. Yeah. That's rough. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Archimedes didn't have enough time to write more facts because he spends all his time at work now. And honestly, the evil within didn't have much in the way of interesting facts to begin with. That's, yeah. That's sad. It is sad. Yeah. Okay. So, at this point, I have to say, we're going to be having a short episode today. Correct. Yeah. yeah. It, it's definitely going to be a short one. Um, I kind of knew that to begin with, especially since we're doing a weird future episode. Yeah. But the um, the thing I wanted to talk about is uh, Rune Factory 5 recently came into my... Um, sphere of consciousness uh and i was my immediate question is okay rune factory 5 is coming out early next year are they finally going to introduce same-sex marriage to the rune factory series because l- let me- all right so back, back up a bit back up a bit what the hell is rune factory all right so rune factory is basically harvest moon um it's got a little bit more focus on combat. So if there's an abrupt pause uh, right now, it's because uh, we had to cut some stuff out because uh, Wombat's girlfriend, who thinks he sounds like a whiny, whiny little nerd, <laughs> came in and wanted to to say hi. She forgot I was recording today. Okay, so uh, your question again, John. Let's just start up from the top. Okay, Rune Factory. Why is it called Rune Factory, and how is it... Okay. I don't understand it. I don't know... Harvest Moon? I don't know... Fighting? But... I don't know where Rune Factory comes from. I don't know why it's named Rune Factory. But it is essentially Harvest Moon... But there's a, a little bit more balance of like like you do have a farm and stuff, and you do have um, people you can date and you can start up a life. But it also has like an RPG story where you fight enemies and go into dungeons and shit. Uh, okay. Yeah. It, like think think Stardew Valley, but with a story to the dungeon. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and for a very long time. First of all, like, like, let me give you some backstory. Rune Factory only uh, allowed you to choose um, like which gender you were going to play as in Rune Factory Four for the 3DS. That was okay. that was the first like mainline Rune Factory game that allowed you to choose your gender. Um, and while this game technically did have uh, same sex like, like marriage in it. It was only after you had finished the main campaign that this became available to you. Um, all you essentially did was change what your character's portrait was from the male to the female. And once you did that, the game did not recognize that you had done that and would constantly misgender your protagonist. Awesome. Yeah, so it's it's rough. So 
Um, Rune Factory 5 is already out in Japan. But it's... Okay. It's being localized by the publisher Exceed. And the Japanese version of Rune Factory 5 does not have same-sex marriage. But Exceed has decided that they want to add it in. And, okay. And the uh, the developers, uh, Marvelous, uh, have decided, like, that's okay. Finally, it is okay to have same-sex marriage in Rune Factory 5. And so Exceed is being allowed to localize the game in a way that allows for same-sex marriage, and it's going to be also patched into the Japanese version once the the Western version is out. Uh, and I just thought this is a really weird story because it, it has been such a, a fight for people it, with um, like Rune Factory and Harvest Moon games to have same-sex marriage. Um, and the, the way that it finally comes about is not because the developers say we're going to do it, but because the localization team says, like, we want to do this. It's about yeah. time we do this. And then the developers finally say, okay. After the game is already out in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's strange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that... that definitely is and i'm i'm not sure that any any story like this is, <coughs> if there's any other game with a story like that because i can't i can't think of one where the localizers say like we're changing the game yeah i mean i imagine it probably happened early on when things had to be pretty drastically changed for western markets uh, one, be- because games were either too hard, or two, because games included things that weren't allowed in Western uh, society, like sex, or blood, or religion. Right. Um, but no, I can't, I can't point to, without actually researching it, uh, anything like that. And it's honestly kind of disappointing that they only got to this point with Rune Factory 5 because if I'm being honest, I have like a I have a news article with all of the different bachelors and bachelorettes like portraits on it right now. Yeah. And they're way less interesting than Rune Factory 4's character designs were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's always going to be the case. Yeah. Well, uh, also, with with things like, I hate when they they make characters, and you're like, man, I'd really love to date this character, but for some freaking reason, I can't. Uh huh. <laughs> like, I mean, there's there's an obvious reason for like in Stardew Valley why you can't date Robin, and it's because she's married. Right. But Robin is absolutely someone I would date. <laughs> yes, and, and people have been asking for dateable Robin for forever. And it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen because, I mean, it's, it's kind of gross to break up someone else's marriage that you can... But, 
like, on the other hand, why'd you put such a good-looking character as <laughs> a non-playable or a non-dateable character? Right. And, and it's also... Should be a rule. You can only put ugly people as non-dateable characters. But not like all non-dateable or no, all datables have to be pretty. You can have dateable pretty people, but like... Or ugly people, but like... You shouldn't want to date someone that you can't date. And, and this is also, um, like, Japan just has a problem with this in general. Like, they're very, they're a very conservative society, and they don't... Uh, they are. ...do, yeah. like, same-sex marriage, or, or they don't address <clears throat> trans issues well at all. Um, no, they don't. And... and like a lot of the um the concessions they've been making towards like same sex marriage have been bad i would say in, in, yeah. in games at least um the most notable example i can think of is after fire emblem awakening people were like hey why can't we have like same sex couples in in fire emblem and they were like okay here is one gay character for each gender yes. in in fates, and also, but if I also the woman, the woman is like super abusive and gross and stalkerish. Yeah, but please correct me if I'm wrong here. Those characters aren't gay, but they're bi. Yes, you so can like, date them as either still... one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's the one so, character where you could date them as a as a like you can date this woman character as a woman. That that's the only yeah. character you can do that with though. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it hasn't been good. And like I said that character was also a stalker. Yeah. Yeah, not not a good character. Yeah. <laughs> And like in um in the Persona series, like they still haven't given any um same sex relationships at all. And yeah, which is kind of surprising considering just how much of Persona is dating, and honestly, how much it is popular culturally, especially like within LGBTQ circles. Like it's yeah. it's massive in those communities, and to not have anything for them in it is weird. And then Persona Five also had its own issues with a uh, trans representation and how they treated them as an abusive outsider group. <sighs> yeah, but. Yeah. I mean it's it's good to see something like this happening and it does make me more excited about Rune Factory 5 that I can finally you know I I can date the same sex when when I I am playing the game. Mhm. Um but it it's just it's a little sad that it had to come about in this way. That like the yeah. marvelous themselves couldn't say we're going to uh, we're going to implement this. It had to be Exceed who said we would like to do it. Yeah. Anyway, that was uh, that was the story. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I, it's just, it's kind of weird. And uh, it's weird, one, that, that Exceed decided to do it. It's weird, too, that the devs said okay. <laughs> I mean, I understand that, why Exceed that, that does require some... Like, Exceed yeah, said we want to do it because, like, they're a Western publisher and it, we're we're a bit more open to uh, LGBTQ yeah, stuff at this yet. point. But at least at yeah. least gay marriage, I think we as a society have largely come to the conclusion that it's fine. You say that, but... There are still pockets, <laughs> but it's not as hotly debated anymore as, like, trans people. Yeah. Yeah. But it it what it, it is interesting that Marvelous did okay it, but it's even yeah. more interesting that they didn't do it in the first place, knowing that this game would eventually come to uh, Western markets. I would be willing to bet that Rune Factory Six, if it exists, will have it for both, I mean, or at the very least, it will not require Exceed to do it. Right. Like, this is... It'll the, be one of those weird games forward. where... Yeah. Because I, I think... I'm willing to bet that this wasn't, like, a malicious, marvelous saying, no, we're not going to do this thing, and more of just uh, them not even considering it. Yeah. Just... It's not something they think about, and so they didn't think about it. Whereas we would, um, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's like I said, like they just live in a more conservative society where yeah, things like it just isn't done. Gay gay issues are not discussed very often, and so it doesn't live yeah. in their head. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then like Exceed said, "Well, we'd like to do this," and they were like, "Oh shit! I guess that's a thing we could do, huh?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we have come to the end of this week. It's a very short one, and I have a question for you, Wombat. Oh, oh shit. What? What's the question? I have a question for you. It's a very, very, very important question to me. Oh no. So, as you know, we are in the middle of a pandemic right now. Still. And listen, it's been almost yes. two years since COVID nineteen became a thing, and we're still in it. It's been a year and a half. Well, I mean, it's called COVID-19 because well, it was two, discovered in 2019. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Two years since it existed at all. Yeah. Um, and we're still in it. And at this point, we're we're fortunately in a stage where we have a vaccine. We have multiple vaccines, in fact. Yeah. And uh, I know I've gotten my full course, and you've gotten your full course. Well, mine was the but, one shot Johnson & Johnson, but... Well, that's that's a full course. Yeah. Um, we're, we are reaching a point where we are getting boosters. Boosters are available for all of the shots. And, um, if you are working in a field that puts you at risk, or if you have at risk factors, you should, um, go for the booster. And I happen to have risk factors and be working in an at risk field. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh. I I am actually going today to get my booster. 
All right. And my flu shot because I, you know, you should get the flu shot as well. Of course. Now, the very important question is, I got some fun new uh, Band-Aids recently, and I want to know which ones I should bring in and ask them to put on me. Okay. All right, so you've got a branded Band-Aids. I have branded Band-Aids. All right. They were they were cheap at a local store. So let's hear so, what your your product placement options are. My product placement options are Jurassic World. No. Now vetoed. I don't care about Jurassic World, but it's got dinosaurs on them. Even even dinosaurs still, are cool. The Jurassic World movies suck though. Come on. They they do they do, but this doesn't really have a Jurassic World logo on it. It's it's just dinosaurs. Oh, well, if it's just like raptors or some shit, I guess that's fine. Yeah, it's like raptors and T-Rexes and stegosauruses. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, what are the other options? Space Jam. <laughs> uh, is it like Looney Tunes or is it like LeBron James? No, it's Space Jam A New Legacy. So... <laughs> oh, it just says Space uh, Jam A New Legacy on it? No, it's it's got there's there's three designs that I know of. There's one with LeBron James and um uh Bugs Bunny. Okay. And then there's one that says Mad Hops and it has Sylvester and Bugs and then another that said Toon Squad. Um well the Toon Squad one is rejected out of hand. Um Okay. I think it's weird to just have a real person on your Band-Aid, so I'm going to reject LeBron James as well. So I guess you could okay. do Sylvester and Bugs. Okay. Yeah. And then the third option is Crayola, where they have... They're basically Crayola crayon um, bandages, where they look like crayons. Oh, that's fun. A little bit. It is. I need... Two bandages for this, because I'm getting two shots. Okay. What should I take? Uh, I mean, the crayons sound fun, but it's also kind of boring. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Raptors and Sylvester and Bugs. Okay. Cool. Thank you. That it was a very important question that I needed your input on, and if you are in a position where you haven't gotten the vaccine yet, and uh, you can, I would suggest you do that. Yeah. As well, um, if, you are, uh, if you're in a position where you need the booster, please go get the booster. Because um, it, and was, an important thing to remember here is that boosters are good on an individual level, but the most important thing for society is that more people get a shot at all. So, yeah. Please go get a shot if you haven't. Yes. They do not have microchips in them, and they will not make you magnetic. Well, and here's the deal about that. Like, even if they did, wouldn't better cell signal, uh, cell signal be better? Right. Like, that, that's also the, the eternal <laughs> problem with the microchip idea is if you walk around with a smartphone, you walk around with a microchip. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's not going to make you magnetic. That's not a thing. 
No, <laughs> it's not a thing. It's ridiculous to even consider it a thing. Uh, all right, well, share thank this you with all someone for... unvaccinated. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. And and let's change that. Yep. Um. Uh. Thanks everyone for watching. Uh. Please don't forget to rate and or subscribe. Uh. It would help us a lot. And uh, we'll see you next time for uh more stuff. I think next the one after this is actually going to be our Thanksgiving one. Right, we're hopping straight into more fucking facts after another week of this. Yep. 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 It's, it's straight after this is is our Thanksgiving edition. Ooh. Do we want to spoil what that is? Uh, what game we're going to talk about? I, mean, I don't even remember it. So uh, I know. Oh, wait. I remember it. Sure. Tell them. We're going to talk about Mega Man. Oh, wait. I didn't remember it. Mega Man. Mega Man. Oh, okay. I thought it was uh, something else. What did you think it was? I thought it was the Metroid one. Oh, no, no. Why would we talk about Metroid? We're never going to talk about Metroid until later. I don't know. I actually have an idea. See you later, everyone. <laughs> I have an idea for a Metroid May, where we get, we play through the Metroid series. Oh, Mat- Metroid? Yeah, Metroid. There we go. That's good. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye.